You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, May the 26th, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour's. In Italy, doctors say that Eitan Biran, the five-year-old Israeli boy who was seriously injured in Sunday's cable car crash, has opened his eyes. His aunt is alongside him in hospital. Biran's parents, Amit and Tal, as well as his two-year-old brother, Tom, were killed in the crash, as were his great-grandparents, his mother's grandparents, Barbara and Yitzhak Cohen. Meanwhile, police in northern Italy have arrested three people in connection with Sunday's fatal cable car crash that killed a total of 14 people, including the five members of the Israeli family. They're suspected of allowing operations to continue after a safety mechanism was deactivated more than a month ago due to a malfunction that was disrupting service. The three suspects are the owner of the company that runs the cable car, the marketing director, and the chief technician. They're suspected of involuntary manslaughter and negligence. A police official told local television that at least one of the three people questioned overnight admitted to what happened. He said that a fork-shaped clamp had been placed on the brake specifically to prevent it from engaging because it was braking spontaneously and preventing the funicular from working. The clamp was put on several weeks ago as a temporary fix to prevent further interruptions to service. The cable car line went back into service on April 26th after a wintertime coronavirus-linked shutdown. After the lead cable snapped on Sunday, the cabin reeled back down the line until it pulled off entirely, crashing to the ground and rolling over down the mountainside. As we said, 14 people were killed. The bodies of the five family members from Israel are being flown back today for burial tomorrow and Friday. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken wrapped up his visit to Israel this morning and headed to Egypt. He's also due to visit Jordan. In his meeting this morning with President Reuven Rivlin, Blinken presented Rivlin with an invitation from U.S. President Joe Biden to visit the United States. Rivlin accepted. Israel's defense establishment is drawing up various initiatives to undertake with the Palestinian Authority following the push for this effort by the visiting U.S. Secretary of State. A Khan reporter says these include projects in the areas of security cooperation and not just economic and civilian issues. In other diplomatic news, Defense Minister Benny Gantz this morning met with British Foreign Secretary Dominique Raab in Jerusalem. Gantz briefed Raab on plans within the Defense Ministry to strengthen the Palestinian Authority and shift policy toward Gaza to the aim of achieving long-term quiet and the return of Israeli hostages and MIAs. Gantz also pointed to the critical importance of close and effective supervision mechanisms in any nuclear deal with Iran. In other news, the Jerusalem District Court today heard an appeal from seven Arab families from Silwan in East Jerusalem against their eviction. The judges did not issue a ruling and said they would wait for the decision of the Supreme Court in similar cases that have been brought before it. More than 100 people protested outside the court building against the evictions. Two people were detained. 
The Israeli police officer who fired a sponge bullet in the back of a 16-year-old Palestinian girl from the Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood of Jerusalem and who threw a stun grenade in the courtyard of the home has been suspended from operational duties pending a review by the Internal Police Investigations Unit. This was ordered by the police commissioner, Yaakov Shabtai. A con reporter says the unit has already begun to gather testimony from the girl's family. The Prime Minister's corruption trial during cross-examination at the Jerusalem District Court this morning of prosecution witness, former Walla CEO Ilan Yeshua, a message sent by Yeshua to a senior Walla executive six years ago was presented. It said, try not to hurt a Victor Lieberman. I met with him two months ago and he rightly claimed we're bulldozing him. We're hurting the Russian. Make up with him. Yeshua responded that the conversation was general and not specific to coverage of the Israel Beitenu leader. The Bezikwala affair, in which Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is charged with bribery, fraud, and breach of trust, centers on allegations that the controlling shareholder of Bezik, which also owned Walla, received regulatory favors in exchange for positive coverage of Netanyahu and his family and negative coverage of Netanyahu's political rivals. The weather outlook, warmer tomorrow and Friday, no significant change. Saturday, cooler. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 30, Tel Aviv 28, Haifa 27, Beersheba 35, and in a lot going up to 41 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.